Hello beautiful ninjas and ninjets and welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm a best-selling digital marketing author and head ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency based in the UK. This show is all about helping you to grow your business using the internet, so generating more leads and sales through your website. In this episode, I'm joined by one of the ninjas by David Bain. He is one of our SEO team and a fantastic SEO ninja. And he's here because he's just written an awesome blog post on the Exposure Ninja website about redirects. Now, I know redirects are not one of the sexiest topics in the world, but they are important. So this episode is a nice bite-sized taster on how to use redirects effectively, some of the pitfalls to avoid. I encourage you to check out the show notes for this episode at ExposureNinja.com forward slash episode 76. And you'll see there a link to David's excellent blog post that he's written called The Ultimate Guide to Redirect. So check that out as well. Anyway, without further ado, enjoy the show. David, welcome to the show. Excellent. Thanks for having me, Tim. So we're going to talk about redirects, which is probably the world's Okay, maybe not the world's sexiest topic, is it? <laughs> but it is something that's really important and it gets us ranking or it can hurt ranking. And ranking is sexy. Absolutely. So maybe we could start, What what is a redirect and when might a redirect be used? Yeah, sure. So redirection is the, is the process of very simply forwarding one URL to a different URL. And it's generally used if the original URL has been permanently moved or no longer exists in that location. So that's, that tends to be when you use a, a redirect, such as a 301 redirect. There are uh, also different redirects. So you've got temporary redirects as well. So if you are temporarily moving a page, what's known as a 302 redirect or a 307. But I think most, most people, uh, most website owners will be concentrating on the, the permanent redirect. So a permanent redirect, a 301, what might be a scenario where we'd be using one of those? Sure. So from a, from a customer's perspective or a, a visitor's perspective, they might type in a, a product or a service into Google or another search engine. They'll be presented by what Google thinks is the, the freshest, most relevant content for that, for that search term. And then if you click, the user then clicks through they might find that they hit a the dreaded 404 page not found, um, which is again where the, the page has been permanently moved. And this really has impacts in a number of ways. So from a, an SEO perspective, we strongly suspect now that Google are using um, engagement factors such as bounce rate, which is where a, a visitor visits only one page of your site and then leaves. And also the amount of time spent on a page as well. Google will look at this, this information and attach a, a, a ranking factor to this. So it's really important that when a page has been moved, that a, a 301 redirect is, is put in place. So what we're saying here is if someone clicks on you, and we see this all the time, don't we? I was just reviewing a, a website today and one of the AdWords results clicked on, on that, go straight through to, to page not found. And it's absolutely killer because they're obviously paying for that click, driving it to a page that doesn't exist. That customer is then, at the very least, they're going to be annoyed at having to click through and try to find the product. But probably most of the time, they're just going to bounce, aren't they? They're just going to completely leave. So Google's going to see that as a, 
I guess, a vote of no confidence. It's not a good user experience, is it, if someone's coming to kind of hunt around or they're just leaving immediately. Um, so what might cause a page to, to disappear like that? So there are a number of scenarios, I guess, that uh, a page might disappear. Certainly one would be uh, if, you, if you're the owner of a huge e-commerce site, maybe, or a, or a growing e-commerce site. Often um, you've got an, an, a number of products on your site. So you might have 100, you might have 1,000. But if a product goes, you, you stop selling a product or the product is uh, no longer available, then you might hit uh, uh, what is known as a, a 404 page not found. So it, it's really uh, and truly it can be a website of any size if you're not staying on top of pages where, where they're being moved. But also as well, you might find if you redesign your site and you launch a new site with, with a new URL structure, the, the old pages will then be defunct and, and become 404 pages. So again, if you've, got, if you've recently gone through a, a website redesign and those, the, 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 redesign, the redesign pages will then take precedence and your original pages will be, will be 404ing. So again, really the, 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 main, the main purpose of this is to, to ensure that uh, 404 pages are taken care of. You, you're, you're actively looking in various, there's various pieces of software out there to, to establish which pages are actually 404ing. So let's talk about that because we use a, a plugin in WordPress which kind of handles the 404s and the redirects, doesn't it? So you know, how do people sort this and, and what can they do to make sure that their redirects are in place and to make sure that then their visitors aren't 404ing? Yeah, absolutely. There's, a, there's some fantastic tools in, in WordPress in particular to deal with redirects. So the one that we tend to use is, is a plugin called Redirection. And that plugin is really user-friendly. It allows you to very quickly identify the target URL, your old URL, and, and also to point to the new URL as well. So that's a very, um, really powerful tool. And it also gives you some information about hits as well. So how many people are hitting that 404 page? So you can see some, some statistics on how important that change was to your, to your business, I guess. But from a point of view of actually tracking the number of 404 pages, there are a number of there are a number of great tools out there. The one that we tend to use is um, Screaming Frog. Extremely, uh, there, there is a free version of Screaming Frog available as well, which is extremely useful in, in identifying those 404 pages and then obviously mopping those up with the, with the redirection tool, which is in WordPress. So there are some really good tools out there to help uh, webmasters and website owners redirect their traffic to more relevant spaces. And, and the redirection plugin, it re- really is good, isn't it? I remember when we put all our blog posts on forward slash blog, there was a period where we were getting quite a lot of, of, of people coming onto the site and, and there were 404, and they're hitting 404 pages. And it just shows you, here's the page that someone's visited that's resulted in a 404. And then you can just click to add the redirection to the right place, can't you? So really, really simple. Absolutely, yeah. It's such a such a user friendly tool, and I think that's why a lot of um, certainly smaller businesses uh, use Word, WordPress sites because there's so many great plugins in in there to to help you know help you keep your site healthy. 
help you to to SEO your site as well. Yeah, sweet. So let's also talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll go into new websites in a in a bit, but another of the most common. Uh, redirection issues is having the HTTP version and the WWW version of the website kind of existing in beautiful parallel harmony. Why Why is that a bit of an issue? And I, I guess this is something that, you know, with a lot of website setups, if you don't do anything, if you just leave it as default, you end up with two versions of the website, one on HTTP and one on WWW. So why is that a problem? Yeah, so it's it's really a problem because you're you what you need to do is is think about it as in terms of page authority. So from a from an SEO perspective, you want all of your domains pointing to a primary domain. Now this is important in ensuring that link equity isn't being split into into several paths and diluted. So so for example, you might have a, a domain.com uh, you might have a www.com forward slash. You might have a HTTP. Um, and, and also, more recently, since the advent of SSL certificates, you might also have a HTTPS. So it's really important that these subdomains point to a primary domain so that all of the, the page authority and the, the, the link equity would be, would be forwarded to the primary domain. So it's just really for SEO purposes. It's really important that that is that is set up, and and we've noticed that a, a site you know with with two versions of that site it can struggle in ranking, can't it? Or there'll be another version of the site that pops up somewhere, and 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 that can lead to a, a drop in ranking. The issue is that Google is seeing those two versions of the site as effectively two separate domains, isn't it? And when there's two versions of the same site, that's a bit of an issue from a duplicate content perspective. Absolutely, yeah. Duplicate content is. Uh, it, it would definitely play a play a role in that. So it's it, it, it's very sort of basically it's very simple to you know to set that up in uh, in your HT access file within WordPress and also in Google Search Console you can set up your various properties and ensure you have a preferred property um, set up in in there as well. So yeah, but it's certainly from a ranking perspective, it, it, it can be harmful to have multiple domains out there, as you say, with the you know with the you know with the risks of um, duplicate, duplicating content. Really, let's talk about new websites because new websites can often be a, a bountiful source of four hundred fours and, and uh, redirects. What, why why is that? Yeah, so with with new websites, I. Basically, what you are doing is you're setting up a, a brand new, a brand new list of pages with what you think is the most relevant and key content to your to your audience. But what what you need to remember is that you've, I guess, business owners have built up a, a land, a group of pages from the old website that have built page authority and trust flow through you know through being relevant sources of content for a long time. So what you've got to ensure through redirecting is ensuring all of that page authority is is passed to the new to the new pages in order because you you roughly pass around 90% link equity to the new pages so it's it's really key from that perspective so one of the things that google will do over time is it will work out the new urls of of your pages and it'll understand your new website so even if you don't put in the redirects the search results will eventually update to be the correct URL. So why is it still important that we 
put in redirections from, say, old product pages to, to the new versions of those pages? So it's really important because over time you've built up you've built up page authority through having relevant content through on the, on those pages that are accessible to your visitors. So you've you've built up a lot of uh, page authority trust flow from those pages that you want to pass on to your new pages. So if if you didn't that that will absolutely happen. But if you don't if you don't set up the uh, the redirects you'll miss out on all that lovely page authority and, and link equity as well. So from a ranking perspective, it's really important that you hold on to that and treasure it and, and move, move that link equity onto the, the new pages as well. And I suppose if anybody has linked to a, a particular product page in a forum or on social media or something like that, and you don't put that redirect in place, then that link is no longer going to work. You know, we had a uh, a case recently where one of our one of our email follow-ups goes to a page on on someone else's site and they changed their URL structure. We were just sharing a blog post that they'd written. They changed their URL structure. So that link was going out to their site, but no longer working. So that we were actually sending them traffic and they would have continued to get that traffic forever and ever and ever. But that traffic was now all 404ing because they hadn't bothered putting in their redirect. So even if you know, even if you're not bothered about link equity, even if you're not bothered about, you know, you don't have many links coming in at all. So you're not fussed about that sort of stuff. It's still important just for a usability perspective, isn't it? Absolutely. And um, that, that's really the end goal is to is to serve the visitor with the most relevant content available. That is really the, the crux of, of redirects is um, ensuring user experience is, is spot on. So what happens if we've built our new website and we have some old pages on our site which are kind of redundant, which no longer exist? What's the correct thing to do there? How, where do we redirect those old pages to? Absolutely. So for, for the older pages, I think what's important is, is to make sure that they are linking to the most relevant new content on your site. So so say say you've got an uh, an old page that has been uh, that, that is no longer relevant, uh, or it, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't sit within your new website structure. What I would suggest would be to redirect that to the most relevant page on your site that you are trying to rank for. Okay, perfect. So we're, we're basically just looking for the most relevant alternative, even if it's not a direct fit. So. I guess what some people might do is they might redirect it to the closest category page, for example, if they no longer sell that product or something like that. Absolutely, yes. Um, it, it's, about, it's about serving users with something as relevant and as close to the original uh, as possible. So, yeah, exactly. If, you, if you've sold out of a, a product, you might want to point them to the category or they may, there may be a new product that has come out recently that you you can redirect to and uh, you know it provides it provides real value to the users um, they they're still viewing the real, you know most relevant content on on site so yeah certainly uh, certainly want to consider awesome and where should people go if they need some help with their redirects so we we have we have lots of information on on exposureninja.com so there's there there are there are lots of blogs and information on there uh, to find out more about 301 redirects or any, any anything else in the digital marketing space. And they can also request their free SEO and website review as well. And we can cover stuff like that in the review if they mention that it's a specific issue. Cool. 
David, that is fantastic. Thank you for sharing. And uh, what we'll do, we'll link in the show notes to the blog post you've written, which is called The Ultimate Guide to Redirects. It's a fantastic piece, talks you through the process, um, talks you through all sorts of things from maintaining your page authority to increase your ranking, uh, making sure that the relevance of the page is, is right, and also um, looks into something that we haven't discussed, which is you know the redirect chains and redirect loops and how to avoid uh, annoying your visitors by sending them through this endless loop of redirects. So thank you so much for joining us, David, and thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you very much. Thank you.